Good evening. It's KG. As I said on Saturday, I was going to do another podcast, and I'm back. So let's get right into it. Thank you, for, as always, for listening to uh, the podcast of KG and the Football Wildcat. I'm KG, and we're going to talk about the Saturdays, the scores from Saturday involving the Houston area teams, and uh, touch on Rice and U of H women today and Sunday's action as well. U of H men's team broke a four-game conference losing streak Saturday with an 82-76 win over East Carolina. The Cougs were up 21 points in the second half, lost 20 of those points in the lead, lost 20 points of that lead, but held on to win by six points and improved to 2-4 in CUSA play 10-9 overall. Uh, one of the keys to uh, the win, and I touched on it a little bit uh, Saturday's podcast, the lack of quality depth, lack of depth at the point guard spot. Well, Jimmy Jones will walk on has emerged as a depth at the point guard position. And he played well yesterday on a Saturday. He helped out with a few assists, a couple of assists, a few points. And uh, he played 21 minutes, scored four assists, three steals, and two points, and played good defense, which Coach Dickey's always uh, demands of his players. So it's good that, that the Cougars and Jimmy Jones, he, he's finally, I think, going to be a Hopefully, a, a decent backup for JD Thompson, who's you know another freshman point guard, so inexperienced is at that position clearly. But the important thing is the Cougars need to work on their pressure breaker. East Carolina threw it on the Cougars, trying to make a comeback. It nearly worked, but the Cougars still held on, found a way to get the victory, and that is the bottom line when everything is said and done. The Rice Owls were without star player Oslan Kazemi in Saturday's game versus Tulsa, and it showed. The Owls were just wiped off the court of Tudor Fieldhouse and lost 70-46 to Saturday. But when you lose your best player at Oslan Kazemi and uh, Tamir Jackson is struggling as well, only scored 46 points in the ball game. Clearly, Oslan's knee injury is not as serious as feared. But the fact he missed a game, in fact, he may miss another game or two before he gets healthy, is a big deal. So the Owls fall to 2-3 and three in the conference play, 11-9 overall. HBU Huskies, women lost in Great West play, 79-66 at home in Sharp Gym. The father 0-2 in conference play, Husky men lost on the road to Chicago State in overtime. Sound like it was an exciting game. Final score is 98-95. HBU men are over two unconfident play, six and twelve overall. Pine Bluff is the next opponent for the Prairie View Panthers. Game's going to be on ESPNU Monday night, 8 p.m. Houston time. A PV lost to Mississippi Valley State on Saturday, 81-57. It was a bad way to bounce back, come, come home after winning two games on the road to get pasted by 24 points in front of your home fans. But the Panthers have a chance to redeem themselves Monday night versus Pine Bluff. PV men's team is 7-12 overall, 3-3 three three in the swag. Lady Panthers, on the other hand, defeated uh, Mississippi Valley State 61-56 Saturday to improve the 2-4 in swag play, 5-12 overall. And they will host Pine Bluff tomorrow, Monday evening at 5.30 p.m. before the, the uh, fellows get after it. Lady Tigers found someone in SWAC play who's worse than they are. And they blasted Arkansas Pine Bluff Saturday afternoon inside the H&PE Arena, 
Pine Bluff shot 20% in the ball game. If that, if I, if I remember looking at the stats, my recollection is correct. 20%. TSU is 3-13 overall, 2-4 in the SWAC. And uh, in fact, as I'm doing this, <clears throat> just, Pine Bluff has not won a game all year. That shows you how poorly their season has gone and to lose to, let's be honest, not a, not a, not a good play type of basketball team by 21 points and only scored 36 points in the game gives you an indication of how bad Pine Bluff really is. And I stand corrected. Pine Bluff made 10 field goals in Saturday's game out of 54 attempts. That is a field goal percentage of 18.5%. 18.5% in a Division One college women's basketball game. That is putrid. On the men's side, TSU continued to win ways, bounce back from Monday loss to Jackson State on the road with a Saturday win over Pine Bluff, 69-55 at the HMP Arena. They will host Valley Monday evening at 8 p.m. Tigers, Coach Tony Harvey's club, it's 5-1 in SWAC play, 6-12 overall. So they are really doing a, a much better job winning games against competition, their level of competition, because they struggled non-conference playing uh, the big boys. Of bigger boys, they say, the bigger boys, and they got their heads handed to them while they were collecting those checks. And TSU is 5 and 1, and Mississippi Valley is 6 and 0. Oh. So Monday's game is a battle for first place in the SWAC on the men's side inside the Agent PE Arena. So I encourage you to uh, go check out the, the Tigers, root them on. It should be 8 o'clock. should be an exciting basketball game. Battle for first place, 6-0 and versus 5-1. Get your popcorn ready. Moving on. As always, listen to, thank you very much, listen to uh, KG and the podcast of KG and the Pickle Wildcat, the Rockets. I uh, was at the game Saturday night against the Spurs. Spurs were without Monty Nobley due to injury. And before the game, Coach Greg Popovich decided to give the big fundamental Tim Duncan a rest. And Tim didn't play in the game either. So the Spurs were without two of their star players. The Rockets did a good job early in the, in the game of dealing with the starless Spurs. But Tony Parker got on track, started penetrating, eating Kyle Lowry's lunch in the first three quarters, breaking down the defense, getting any shot that he wanted. And the Rockets did a poor job dealing with Chicago Splitter, who ended up with 20-plus points. But the important thing is Kyle Lowry rebounded from a horrible first three quarters to score 10 points in the fourth quarter, including hitting two deep, deep three-pointers in front of Co- rookie Kawhi Leonard. And the Rockets so uh, held on for the victory and won 105-102 to in front of uh, 15,000 Spurs and Rocket fans. And the Rockets improved to 9-7 overall. They won the six straight ball games. The Spurs record falls to 10-7. and seven. The Rockets had six guys in double figures, led by Kevin Martin's 25 points. Kyle Lowry and Gordon Dragic each scored 14. Then three other players, we scored, Sam Dallenbear and Patrick Patterson added 12. So the Rockets are, are playing much better, playing better basketball. It's really kind of hard to say how good of a team they are if they're a true playoff team because even the Spurs' victory was nice and win is a win. Don't get me wrong, win is a win. But doing it over the Spurs team without Duncan, without Ginobili, 
So it's not a really great indication, ind- indicator of how great the Rockets are right now. And they've beaten up on the weak searches of the NBA as they should if they want to be considered a good team. So that's the first step in order to become a playoff team. But I could probably name eight teams that are probably better than Rockets right now. And I'm sure you can too, off, you know, maybe off the top of your head. The Rockets, truthfully, may still be the fourth best team in their own division behind the Spurs, the Mavs, and the Memphis Grizzlies. So that's three teams right there that, that they, they're not better than. And then if we take it a step further, we're dealing with the Clippers, the improved Clippers team, the Lakers, the Blazers, who I guess probably close on that Blazer level, Oklahoma City, Denver, and Utah. That's eight teams right there that have better records than the Rockets. So we'll see how things all play out. Rocks have won six straight ball games. They're on the road Monday evening, going against the former head coach Rick Adelman and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Should be a good, good ball game. T Wolves are playing well. Rocks will get their first crack at rookie sensation Ricky Rubio, and uh, one of the top power forwards in the NBA in, in Kevin Love. Sits at 7 p.m. Should be a good ball game. Sunday afternoon, the U of H women's basketball team was in El Paso playing first place UTEP. The Cougars are not a first-place ball club. If you listen to the podcast, you know that for a fact. UTEP destroyed the Cougars, doubled them up, plus one. Defeated the Cougars 87-43. Yes, 87-43. It's not even a question of getting into what went wrong or what, anything like that. It's, it's a simple fact of under shorthanded Cougars against a better ball club. Earlier in the week, the uh, Cougars sent out a press release announcing that they were red-shirting. Well, a few players were going to be out for the rest of the season due to injury. Three student-athletes. They are Porsche Landry, who you've listened to the podcast know is out with uh, concussion symptoms. He was injured earlier in the game against Georgetown. In that same ball game, the Cougars also lost Tasha Chubbs to an ACL. Same ball game. Lost two players that they were counting on. In the same game, officially they're out for the season. Then freshman guard Tadia Pope was announced with a lower leg injury to be lost for the season. That goes along with losing six foot four Zalika Dyson, who hasn't played at all this year. She just had too many knee injuries, and her knees are so bad. Uh, Coach Buchanan just did not want to ruin her future ability to walk without any corrective aid by having her play this season. That's how bad her knees are. So the Cougars made it official, but the press release announcing three players were officially out for the year. Hopefully, Tasha Tubbs and Porsche Landry can return next year and help out, especially in, in Porsche Landry's case. She's going to be a senior, returning senior, with the uh, six incoming talented freshmen. And this awful, woeful season of 2011-2012 will be a memory. Two, two wins this year. They may not get any more than two wins the rest of this season. We'll see how things go. But next year should be much better. Hopefully the players are healthy. Uh, Taylor and Tyler Gilbert are coming in. Jessica Palmer, the freshmen are coming in. You know all this because you listen to the podcast. You know these things are found on my website, HoustonRoundBallReview.com. Uh, there's information on the blog as well, of HoustonRoundBallReview.com, YouTube channel, Houston Roundball. 
on have the Facebook fan page. And if I start doing more of these, I'm, I'm even I'm thinking about it, doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Has to have time and figure out the logistics. I'm thinking about doing starting a Ustream, you know, conversations as well. Ustream chat chat with listeners, so how see how things go, play by ear. I may do some podcasts a few times a week. Just come back from work, talk some hoops, put it up there, share my thoughts with the listeners, uh, take some questions, and interact that way. So we'll, we'll see how things go. Uh, my Twitter handle is T H E H R Review. Once again, T H E H R Review. Real quickly, the Rice Isles women's team. The good Rice Isles version played today, Sunday afternoon, inside Tudor Field, field House at the House of Tudor. Blasted and oh, winless Southern Miss team, kept them winless, defeated them 72-43. Southern Miss garnered one offensive rebound the entire ball game. One. I've never seen that before. And as much basketball as I've watched, I've never seen a team only get one rebound. They're credited with a team rebound, which means a free throw may be missed, uh, of two-shot variety, and I was credited to them. But actually, in truth, one player, Southern Miss player, grabbed an offensive rebound. One. The Owls grabbed 20. But keep that in mind. Put that in perspective. The Owls are rebounded Southern Miss 46-30 overall. Four Southern Miss in the 26 turnovers and won the game despite shooting a poor percentage. Owls had 39%. Southern Miss had 42%. The game was over early. It's a good win for the Owls. We'll see how what they make of it. They play another poor team Thursday at home in East Carolina. And then uh, Saturday afternoon, 4 p.m., Rice U of H and Hawthorne Pavilion. Again, Rice should win, no question. Rice is better than U of H this year. They're, they're better than U of H if U of H were healthy. U of H isn't healthy right now. Again, Rice should win. So this should be, I'll see that win streak uh, by the end of the week. Today's win on Sunday. Win on Thursday versus East Carolina. Beats Cougars on Saturday. So that's what should happen. I interviewed the, uh, a few players and Coach Greg Williams after the game. You can read my summary on the HoustonRoundBarView.com website to get some of their quotes and some of my thoughts in my, in my article write-up. Just run over a few things that I mentioned about the PV tissue in action on Monday, PV versus Pine Bluff, TSU, um, TSU versus Valley, Rockets on the Road versus the T-Wolves, and then the Rockets host the Bucks on Wednesday, the Milwaukee Bucks on Wednesday, then host the Wolf of Wizards on Friday. So the Rockets have a chance, if they can get by the T-Wolves on Monday, to have a nine-game winning streak by the end of this week. So things are, could be going in the right direction because they're playing a lot of bad teams on the schedule right now and winning, winning ball games. So we'll see how things continue for the team. Thank you very much for listening. As always, tell your friends about the KG and the Fifth of Wildcat podcast. And in conclusion, be true, be cool, and do more.